Good morning. On this Sunday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we're talking in the book of Ecclesiastics, chapter 5. We were paralleling it along with the teaching of uh, chapter 12 of the book of Luke with the, the rich fool, the man that had been blessed to the point that he had increased and had so much capacity in his fields that he needed to tear down his barns and wanted to tear down his barns so that he could be able to store his stuff, take it easy, eat, drink, be merry, not have to worry about anything, find his security in himself, not so much in God. And we're learning lessons and parallel lessons, actually, from that book, the book of Luke, chapter 12, and the book of Ecclesiastics. And we had read in chapter 5, starting in verse number 8, and we went down to verse 20. And we left off in verse 20, where we used different uh, versions of the Bible to explain the difference of how this man, uh, that Solomon was talking about, uh, had been blessed, and at the same time how he was bringing a curse upon himself, and the scripture makes a distinction between the one that has been given the gift of God and the one that has not. Well, anyway, let's look at it. In verse 8, if you see the oppression of the poor and the violence, per, the violent perverting the judgment and justice in a providence, marvel not at the matter. For he that is great, he that is higher than the highest regardeth and there be a higher than they. Moreover, the prophet of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. So right here we see that it's for everybody to be able to benefit from it. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. When goods are increased, and they are increased that eat them, and what good is there to the owner thereof, saving beholding of them with their eyes? There is a sore evil which I have seen under the sun, namely, riches kept for the owner thereof to their own hurt. And that is the emphasis of the book of Luke chapter 12 for this man. He just was going to keep what was his. Uh, he was storing it in barns. Instead of sharing it with the needy. It says, But those riches perish by evil travail. And he begatteth the son, and there is nothing in his hand. And as he came forth from his mother's womb, naked he shall also go as he came. He shall take nothing of his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. And this is also a sore evil. That all that in all points as he came, he shall also go. And what profit has he for what he has labored for the wind? And that's when the Lord uh, says, Thou fool, this night your soul is required. And whose is going to be all these things that you have piled up for yourself? And then sometimes uh, things are left for people who don't care. And then they'll just literally wipe everything out, spend everything that one has worked for so hard to. 
Uh, it says, And all the days of his life also he eateth in darkness, and he has much sorrow and wrath with his sickness. Behold, that which I have seen, it is good and comely. So there is a difference between the first one and this one. It is good and comely for one to eat and to drink and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life which God giveth him for it is his portion. So this man was recognizing or this man recognizes the involvement of God in not only the everyday affairs, but as the source of everything. So God is his security. God is his blessing. And God is the one that has provided the gift for increase and capacity in his life. And then it says in verse number uh, 19, Every man also to whom God has given riches and wealth, and has given him the power to eat thereof, and to take his portion, and to rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God. And then in verse number 20, where we left off, For he shall not remember much the days of his life, because God answers him in the joy of his heart. Now, that, that translation is a little bit more difficult to understand. So when we look at it, the conclusion that that uh, Solomon is talking about here, let's look at, at, it, at it in other translation. For he does not often consider the days of his life because God, because God keeps him occupied with gladness in his heart. Uh, it says... Uh, for he does not much remember the days of his life because God answers him in the joy of his heart. Or he will not give much thought to the days of his life because God lets him be taken up with the joy of his heart. When God is supplying, when God is your source, when God is blessing you, when God is the one that is providing for you and you are trusting in him you are so enjoying the blessing of God in your life that he is helping you that he is your source that he has made provision for you that you don't have to take you don't have to take much thought for the days of your life and these are the exact words of Jesus take no thought for your life in the book of Matthew in chapter 6 when he was talking about the kingdom he says, you know, consider the lilies of the field, consider the birds of the air. They don't have barns to store things, yet your father, which is in heaven, he watches over them. He cares for them. And they're just little birds. Uh, none of them that we know of, we haven't named a single one, but God knows everything about them. And he takes care of them. The lilies are dressed better than Solomon was. Arrayed in all their splendor and glory that God has put into them. But yet, the scripture says, give no thought to your life or for your life. 
For the Gentiles seek after these things. God knows that they do and he knows that you have need of these things. And the scripture says that God will, if you seek him first, make him first in your life in every area. Seek him. Seek his righteousness, the way that the kingdom functions. And all these things, all the things that you need, all the things that you need will be added unto you. So he shall not remember the days of his life because God answereth him in the joy of his heart. So he will not give much thought to the days of his life because God lets him be taken up with the joy of his heart. The last two, it says, God will keep him so happy that you don't have time to worry about each day. Now that, that really is a beautiful translation. The next one says, since God allows us to be happy, we will not worry too much about how short life is. And when we consider also that the rich fool, he had forgotten to be thankful, to be grateful. And it's important because it's part of our, our walk with God in faith. In everything, give thanks. Being thankful for what God has provided, being thankful that he is good. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 15, 16, and 17, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So when because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich. See, you say, that's exactly what the rich fool was doing. He was saying, I will say, he was thinking it, but he was saying in his heart, I, I am rich and increased in goods. Notice, same, same thought here. Increased in goods and have need of nothing and knoweth not that thou art wretched, miserable, and poor, and blind and naked. So this lack of thanksgiving, this lack of being grateful, literally will blind our lives so that we cannot see the truth. But the scripture says, "Count I counsel thee to buy of me gold, <clears throat> tried in the fire, that thou may be rich, and white re remnant clothing that thou may be clothed and that thy shame not the shame of thy nakedness uh, not appear and anoint thine eyes with eye salve that you may see then forgetting God because our own selfishness this individual we had mentioned six times said I five times said my and four times said, I will. Well, we find someone that parallels that individual also. Lucifer in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, he also says five times, I will. He has five I wills. It says in Isaiah 14, verse 12 and 13 and 14, How thou art fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, 
son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, notice, in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, one. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, that's two. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation on the sides of the north, that's three. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, that's four. I will be like the Most High, that's five. And that brought him down, his pride brought him down and cast him down. It says in uh, Psalm 14, 1, to the chief musician, a Psalm of David, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable, abominable works. There is none that does good. And then in the book of Deuteronomy, once again, and we'll be picking up here tomorrow as we go through it. But in the book of Deuteronomy, we're told to beware that you do not forget the Lord your God in keeping his commandments and his judgments, his statutes, which he commands us. And that lest when we have eaten and are full and have built good houses and dwelt therein and have herds and flocks and multiply our silver and gold and it's multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied. Everything is multiplied. That our heart be lifted up and we forget the Lord our God. Well, until then, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you. Keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh. Join us on Monday. In Jesus' name, amen.